0: The drive, score! The Bruins knock out Montreal! Hello and welcome to another episode of Master Plan Podcast. I am your host, Michael Koski. And next episode is going to be really, really good. This episode's also going to be really, really good. All of them are really, really good, but please tune in for the next one. That's when I was hyping up last week. Unfortunately, it wasn't able to happen, but it should be happening this upcoming Monday. It should be recorded and then released on the same day. Usually, I don't do Monday releases. However, this one's going to be well worth it, folks. So we will do whatever we can. Today, we are doing way too early NFL predictions. Uh, we're going to cover the NFC today and the AFC in the later episode. The NFC will be today. We're going to go through kind of each of the teams, not briefly, but more generally. We're not going to go super in-depth right now. I mean, we are a few months out from the season. As we get closer to the season, we'll kind of review and analyze each of the teams maybe a little bit more closely, division by division. At this moment, we're just going to go do, do generally whether the team is going to make the playoffs or not, uh, projected record, um, stuff like that. We're not going to get too crazy about it as, as there's still a long ways to go many things to be decided so without further ado let's begin and let's start with the NFC North so the NFC North the NFC and AFC North both have extremely tough schedules this season so out of you know out of out of the seven team, top out of the first seven teams in, in strength of schedule or excuse me out of the top seven teams who have the most difficult strength of schedule all seven are in the afc or nfc north um, and, and and that should just tell you kind of how good these teams are because I, I, the, the that they're playing. They have a lot of teams that they're playing that are very, very good last season and probably going to be very, very good this season. Let's start off with the Lions. You know, folks, there's not the, – the one thing the Lions have done is they've built a really, really, really strong offensive line. Their offensive line is really, really good. DeAndre Swift – I believe that's his name. Swift. Very, very strong runner. Um, They have some nice – they had some – they have some nice pieces on offense outside of their line. Um, They've obviously lost some some targets in the receiving core. But, you know, I think that the Lions are going to go towards most of your running attack this season. Likely a running back by committee as that's, you know, kind of how that thing – things work up there. Um, You know – that's the thing that they have going for them on offense. Jared Goff is a tough quarterback. He's going to go out there and play. I just don't believe he's that good, and especially given that he has a new head coach and much less talent at the wide receiver position. I don't think that he's going to be super effective in the passing game this season. Sean McVay versus a really untested Dan Campbell, that's going to be a very, very difficult um, ask for Jared Goff to play incredibly well. So, obviously, I don't think the Lions are going to do super well. The, their strength of schedule... Uh, is 529 next season. So you know, most of the teams they play they play next season uh, were 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 winning teams last season, um, and the Lions are obviously not very good uh, outside the rushing attack. The defense was 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 very underwhelming next last season. Um, you know, there's just not there's not a lot to be hopeful about with the Lions, right? Like, that, folks, like, that's kind of – that's kind of how it goes, doesn't it? So, they were 5-11 and 11 last season, obviously, with the extra game added. I don't know. I project, you know, four to six wins, I'd say. I really can't see much more than that. Um, yeah, they're just not – they're in a tough – like, like – I think five wins probably again is probably most likely. Four or six definitely possible. Um, the, the the opponents that they're playing is are very very difficult, um, and, and they're not going to get a lot of those easy games that they can win. Obviously, last season they had you know Matthew Stafford who was able to pull out some miracles. I I don't really think that's going to happen this season. The Lions I got not not making the playoffs not doing anything special. Moving on to the Bears, the Bears are tricky. Right, they made the playoffs last season as the seventh seed. Um, obviously, extremely underwhelming with Mitch Trubisky at the helm. Uh, you know, as of right now, it appears that Andy Dalton will be the starter day one. Now, how long that will be for will determine. You know how good this team is. I, I don't think that Bill Lazor or Matt Nagy are the greatest head coaches. I do like Justin Fields. I said that. I've said that many times. I think he's a good quarterback with a lot of talent. Um, how well that will initially transfer into Chicago this season is is unclear. They have Allen Robinson, they have Darnell Mooney, they have some nice talent on the wide receiver position. Obviously, their offensive line is is all right. Their running game is decent. Um, you know, they're they're it's difficult to say. Overall, overall I don't know. I think the the Bears defense is getting it was getting it's getting older. Um, it's was getting older last season. It was still pretty good. Um, it really kind of depends on how many games Justin Fields plays and how many games Andy Dalton plays. Um, they're kind of a mediocre team. I mean, they'll be anywhere from seven, seven to ten wins, I'd say. And they're like a fringe playoff team. You know, I think that – the rest of the NFC generally is pretty weak. So I think that they could probably sneak in once again as a seven seed. Um, the NFC generally, I think the season will be pretty, pretty weak. I, I don't really see that they're outside of the NFC West. Uh, they're not that many great teams. Um, uh, the Bears overall don't really excite me with a lot of stuff. Uh, but that a lot of that was also due to Mitch Trubisky. Justin Fields is an exciting player and, and I think a lot of his skills will translate well to the NFL. I don't know if he's going to be like an incredible QB talent, but he does a lot of nice things at the quarterback position. So, you know, definitely a lot to be hopeful about. But I think they'll be anywhere from seven to ten wins, probably a late playoff sneak in. Um, moving on to moving on to the Packers and this is this this one obviously is going to change quite a bit depending on whether a certain man named Aaron Rodgers decides to play in the NFL this season. Right? If he decides to play then the Packers are definitely, you know, a playoff contender, right? And I think that might bump the Bears out. We'll see, right? If Aaron Rodgers decides not to play, I don't know. I think that definitely drastically changes the Packers as an organization and, and as a team. Offensively, they are, you know, they're not totally Aaron Rodgers-reliant, but they are pretty Aaron Rodgers-reliant. They have basically, you know, I mean, they do have an all-pro receiver. Likely, you know, what most people consider to be the best receiver in the NFL last season, Devontae Adams. Excuse me. Sorry. They had the best receiver in the NFL last season, Devontae Adams. Adams. Obviously, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, and a great offensive line. Obviously, though, they did lose some pieces on that offensive line because of the salary cap. Defensively, they have Jair Alexander. It feels like they have a lot of star pieces, but they also overpaid for some other pieces, and that's why they faced problems in the postseason. Um, you know, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, which is where it seems to be going right now, I think that they missed the playoffs. I, I really do. I don't think, you know – I don't think that they're as dynamic or as scary with Jordan Love as they're with Aaron Rodgers. I think if they don't have Aaron Rodgers, I think they're anywhere from six to nine wins. No more, no less. I I mean, like, I don't know about no more, no less, but I don't know. It's a difficult division. I think, honestly, the Vikings are the most exciting team in this division, assuming Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. The Vikings have, I would argue, the best – wide receiver duo in the division with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. They have a solid tight end. They have a great running back. They improve their offensive line. Their defense was young, but if they can really improve that defense, and especially that secondary, they added Sheldon Richardson. If they can do stuff like that, then this team can be more complete, the Vikings can. And, uh, you know, I I think that they really have to figure out what they want to do Offensively, I think that that's an important thing. Obviously, they started last season with a very difficult one and five, and I think that the Vikings will probably win more than eight games, maybe eight to twelve games. And and you'll notice I'm not I'm not having any of these t- teams really win more than that because the teams that the, the strength of schedule for these teams is so so difficult that I don't think that there's a number one seed, a number two seed anywhere from the nfc north this season i think we're looking at a three four and then you know maybe a wild card or two depending on that but the nfc north is going to be tough fought this year you're going to have a lot of teams with a lot of close records because the teams that they're playing are are just very very solid um and and that's just how it goes sometimes moving on to the nfc east Uh, folks this division is is just really really bad obviously let's first start with the eagles I mean, the Eagles are kind of in the same place as they were last season, except without Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts is maybe – he's all right. Uh, It's unclear whether he's going to be the starting cornerback going into the season. Um, They have a lot of problems cap-wise, just generally, defensively, offensively, all over the football field. Um, I'm not hot on the Eagles whatsoever. I think that they win four to five games this season. Uh, They won four last season, so, you know. I think four to five is probably reasonable. The Cowboys, you know, I think Dak Prescott will come back strong. Um, You know, I think that this team has a lot of potential. They always do. But like, you know, like Stephen A. Smith says, what can go wrong will go wrong. And that really is the story of the Cowboys for me. You know, stuff happens. Defensively, they're not very dynamic to me. They're not very exciting, Um, you know. Uh, like, I don't know what to say. I do like the pick of Micah Parsons at linebacker, and I think Kevin Joseph was also a good pick at cornerback. Um, you know, if they can translate well to the NFL, this team might actually be decent. Um, but I don't think that they're very exciting defensively. I still think they have a lot of holes. Um, Their offensive line has progressively gotten worse, and they have three really top-tier wide receivers, but the problem is you don't really need three top-tier wide receivers. Not top-tier, but you don't need three wide receivers like that. You don't need Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, and um, I'm blanking on his name. You don't need – I'll get back to you. You guys know who I'm talking about. CeeDee Lamb, there we go. Um, I don't think you need all three of those. Um, Obviously, I think that – Dak Prescott does some nice things, but I also think that he can be careless with the football at times. I think that they win seven to nine games. So they're right about 500. And uh, and, and the and the Giants, I actually think, will be worse than that. I, I Daniel Jones, I don't know. He turns the football over way too much for this team to be even considered a playoff football team. And, you know, Saquon Barkley, when he's healthy, is very, very good, but he also changes the offense so dynamically that – that at times i think he hurts the team a lot. The Giants don't allow very many points. This is true. Um the Giants defense is pretty stout, i would say, whether that can continue or not, i don't know. They have a very easy schedule this season. They're, you know, the 25th on, on of 32 teams, but the Cowboys are at 31, the Eagles are at 32 and uh, the Washington football teams at 15. So these teams aren't really they're facing a lot of you know they' the divisionally the teams are all, all pretty much the same I think that I don't know I don't think I, I think that the Giants probably end up around seven to nine wins finished behind the Cowboys um, I don't I don't know if any of those three teams make the playoffs I'm looking at the other divisions I, I just don't think so. I think Washington takes the division again. Defensively, they're scary. That defensive line is incredible. Offensive line is solid. You know, the quarterback position is one that they're going to have to figure out. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, if he can be consistent, which he hasn't been able to show, but last season he was very, very good when he did come in. With that offense, I think they can get stuff done. Antonio Gibson and um, Terry McLaurin are obviously very, very, you know, Strong, strong uh, offensive weapons, and I think that both of those can get the job done. Combined with a good offensive line, the Washington football team I think can actually be pretty good. Um, I project. I, I again I don't think they're incredible. I think that you know they've a, a, a relatively they're they're the middle of the pack in terms of schedule. Put them eight to eleven wins. Um, I think that they win the division. Um, they're probably the three or four seed, depending on whether you know the, how, the, how the North fares. But, um, I, I think that Washington is, I would say, the most complete team of this division. Um, I, I trust their quarterback maybe the second most or the most, depending on you know, Dak Prescott. But I, I just think that they have kind of the most complete team to me. They're the scariest defensively. That defensive line causes a lot of problems, especially in the division where the offensive lines. And the quarterbacks are not that good. I think that they're going to crush the division this year, which is going to be important because the Giants, Cowboys, Eagles—you know, those are big games. I think that they'll probably win four to four to four to six of those games. I would say, um, I think Washington will take the division and and move on to the playoffs. Um, let's move on to the NFC West, which I think will probably have three. Two or three playoff teams come from it, obviously. So let's start off with the 49ers. Um, you know, it kind of depends on how many, you know, first off, how good Trey Lance is. Second of all, second of all, how many games Trey Lance plays this season. Um, regardless of whether, you know, if the Niners can stay healthy, I think that they win more than six games. Like, I think that if they can stay healthy, they'll win more games than they, play, than they did last season. If they can stay healthy, I think that they it, – if it's the same rosters last season and they can stay healthy, they can win s- more than seven games, seven to ten games, right? Now, if they have Trey Lance and he can be dynamic, this team can win 12, 13 games, 14 games. Like I think that that is well within their within their reach. Defensively, they're, they're very scary. Um, they've lost some guys in the secondary, but I think they can still patch that up. Kyle Shanahan is a good head coach. Uh, they have a very, very dynamic rushing attack. Um, and it's really a matter of if the team can stay healthy, I think. Right. And and that's what we saw last season. The team wasn't healthy. They still able, were able to win six games with basically, you know, you know, scraps, I would say. Um, I think that they're probably a playoff team this season. Um, the next team I would say is probably the one team I don't have as a playoff team, and it's not really because of the team. I like the Cardinals. I think that Kyler Murray is a good quarterback. I think DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Christian Kirk—you, you, you know—the list goes on and on—are all you know good talents. I think that their running back game is is decent. I think that their offensive line is is improving. Um, I think that their defense is improving. I think that they, you know, they've done a lot of nice things. Um, it's not big enough where it can overcome. I think Cliff Kingsbury. I think that actually. Cliff Kingsbury is probably what is holding this team back. I, I look at his coaching decisions last season, look at the moves he's, you know, where what he's doing, and I and I just don't like it. I think this team is is definitely a little bit offensively reliant last year. You know, they they had a great point differential, four ten to three sixty seven, but we're only eight and eight, which means you're 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 you know you're blowing out the teams that you beat and it's very close games against the teams that you lose against most of the time. Um, and, and that to me tells me that they can beat up on the bad teams, but you know, when it comes to the good teams, they're going to have some troubles and you know, they have a decent, you know, their strength and schedule is 13 they're tie for 13. So like they're definitely in the top half of the league on this, <laughs> in this year. And, especially in this division where I think you got three really really solid teams. I don't think the Cardinals beat most of these teams in, in those games and that's just gonna that's what's gonna come down to. Um, I think those coaching decisions, what they do, where they do it, um, you know they really should have been seven to nine last season they had a Hail Mary which won them the game. Um, I see them regressing slightly. I think that they win six to six to nine games um and miss the playoffs i i just don't think that they're they're i think that the defense is gonna let them down i think offensively they're good but they just they're a little too free-flowing for me and they don't really have as much of an identity as i would like them to let's move on to the seahawks who are obviously a really really solid team um you know defensively they improved much much more in the second half of last season um you know if they can find a running game and keep it healthy and and obviously keep their offensive line healthy. Um, I think that will that will do them much good, um, much good going forward. Um, I think that they're definitely not going to win twelve games. I think that they'll win their their ceiling is probably ten. will probably win eight to ten just on Russell Wilson alone. Um, you know I, I don't know maybe they'll maybe they'll scrounge on an 11th win they won the division last season which means that they're gonna they're gonna face some tough competition I think that you know offensively they're good but they just lack a lot of a lot of key pieces and a lot of key places so that's just gonna hold them back fundamentally they're not a very solid team um, but I think that they're better than the Cardinals simply because of Russell Wilson I think that Pete Carroll is probably a better head coach than uh, Cliff Kingsbury is so With that being said, I think that you kind of have to put the Seahawks above the Cardinals, probably in third place and probably a playoff team. Either the Niners or the Seahawks will probably be playoff teams, maybe both of them. Um, And that will bring us to the Rams, who I think are probably the most complete team in in the NFC West. Likely a 14-plus, 13-plus win team. Um, I like Matthew Stafford. I think he's a good fit. I think he does a lot of smart things. I think he's a little careless for the football at times. I think he's going to have to fix that this season. But he's got an offense with the line, with receivers, with running backs. He's got a defense that can play. He's got Jaden Ramsey and Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball. Um, I mean, this team is flat out stacked in terms of talent. The only thing that they don't have is experience. And that's the only thing that would be able to hold them back in the playoffs. But I think in the regular season, they'll crush it. Um, I think that they're going to beat up on these teams because they're just a lot more fundamentally sound. Look at each of these teams, the Niners, quarterback, way too young to be able to compete with Matthew Stafford in in, in any sort of way. The Cardinals, I think that they're out coached by Sean McVay, and the Seahawks are fundamentally flawed. I think the Rams run away with this division. I don't think it's very, very close as well. Um, They're a playoff team. I think they're my two seed, I would say. Um, 13-plus wins. The only other team is from the NFC South. And I think you all know who I'm talking about. That would be the one seed. But with that being said, I think the Rams win. I think they're a much better team. I think they got a lot going for them. Right now, in the future, probably going to change. They don't really have draft picks, draft capital, and, and the cap is going to crush them. But, but for right now, I think they're a very solid team in, in the 2021 season. Assuming they stay healthy, they'll probably be very, very good. <clears throat> Let's move on to the NFC South, um, and let's start off with the Falcons. So they obviously lost Julio Jones. Still Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley. Like the team is okay, but really they're not progressing in any sort of way, and that's probably the biggest thing for me. Like, like the team is not progressing in any meaningful way, right? They have a very easy schedule this season, so they'll probably win four to six games, right? Like in a 17-game schedule, they'll probably win one or two more games because um, of how easy their schedule is. They're not a playoff team. And if they do squeeze in, they're a one-and-done team. Their defense is not very good. They're bad in the clutch. They choke. Um, their running game probably has gotten worse. Uh, Todd Gurley is probably going to leave. Um, Actually, he's already left. But I don't even know if that would make that big of a difference, actually, now thinking about it. Um, God, the defense, this team is just isn't good. The Falcons just aren't good. I really don't want to talk about them more because this is the same thing every season. Um, and now I think that they're just less talented. Panthers, uh, depending on who plays quarterback for the Saints and how good they are, the Panthers are two or three in this division, I think. Um, I think Sam Darnold is decent. I think this team is a couple years away. Or a good quarterback, or like a really star quarterback, away from being a, going from a, uh, a mediocre team to a playoff contender. Um, you know, defensively, I think that they improved a lot towards the back half of last season. I think Matt Rule proved himself to be a to be a to be a competent head coach. I think for sure. I think that if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, that will provide a lot of support. If Sam Darnold can take care of the football and be that kind of Controller of the of the offense, more of a field general rather than a playmaker. I think that will help him out a lot. He doesn't need to make those big plays, but he just needs to get the ball to his playmakers, who um, will do the rest for him. Um, I, they won five games last season. I think that they probably could have won more. I think they'll win six plus. Probably my my number seven. They'll be seven and ten. I think they could win up to nine. Um. They'll miss the playoffs, I think. Uh, And I think, you know, the Saints as well. They lost so much offensively. Um, And as bad as Drew Brees was last season, I don't really trust Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston to be able to, to, you know, do anything with this offense. Um, They lost a lot of key pieces. Like the Seahawks, I think that they're very fundamentally flawed. They have some nice pieces, really, Kamara. Uh, Mike Thomas will probably have a bounce back season. But they lost a lot of good pieces defensively, uh, and I think that's going to hurt them. I think the Saints are right with the Panthers, probably 6-10 to 10 wins, probably 7, um, and probably miss the playoffs, I would say. I think the Buccaneers absolutely run away with this division, run away with the conference. I think that they're a 14-plus win team. 15 is probably my number. Um, look, folks, they have the 29th. They're, so... Their combined record of their opponents this season from last season is uh, 126 wins, 145 losses, and a tie. That's 465. That's 29th on the list. Only below them are the Falcons, Cowboys, and Eagles. I mean, look, folks. This team won the Super Bowl without an offseason. Give them an off season to even con- to continue to get better. They're bringing back all their starters. O.J. Howard is coming back. You really cannot complain about this team in any sort of meaningful way. Um, Defensively, they're solid. Offensively, they're solid. Special teams-wise, they're solid. Everything that they do is very, very good. They have the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, there's really not much to say. You know, the only way this team can lose is if they beat themselves uh, in terms of the NFC, right? This team can hang with any team. They can hang with any team in the, the conference. I would argue that they're the most complete team. Um, you know, then the only thing that would probably put them really above the Rams would be the fact that they have a better quarterback, right? I think Tom Brady is better than Matthew Stafford any day of the week. And assuming Tom Brady doesn't regress and assuming he doesn't get injured and assuming like their whole offense doesn't go down, this is the number one seed in the conference, I think, um, without a doubt. Um, the Buccaneers are complete. They're strong. They do everything well, um, and, and that's kind of it. You know, I'll just go through my playoff teams. I think one, we definitely got the Bucks. Two, I would say the Rams. Uh, at three, hmm, hmm. At three and four, I'll you know take your pick. Either put the and this is as if Aaron Rodgers isn't gonna play for the for the for the Packers. Take your pick. I think the Vikings or the or the or the Washington football team at three and four. Either way you go, it's fine by me. Then I think your 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 wild cards, um, probably the Bears, um, probably the Niners, and then probably the Seahawks. I would say maybe the Cowboys, maybe the Panthers maybe the Packers, um, and maybe the Cardinals. But those are, those are kind of my teams. I think that those are the best teams in the conference. I think the Vic- I know I pick the Vikings a lot. I do think that they're a good team, and I think that's going to be a close NFC North. But that should wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. We'll be back soon with another episode. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? of everyone on Golden State. Open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.